Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. Of another Woodshop podcast, where this week we are joined once again by one of our favorites. We asked him if he wanted a cover for Mike. He blinked once for yes, so we pulled off the tape, untied the ropes, and we kept Mac as collateral. Paul Jackman's here somewhere. I think he's waiting for the the music. I'm not gonna play the music. I think you have to, otherwise he doesn't he doesn't come on. You got to play the music. Fine. Jackman. Hey guys. Hey buddy. What's hey. up, Paul? Thanks Nobody for else being here, you? completely of your own volition. No, we uh, we asked like a half a dozen people, and they all said no. So you, once again, you can't count. We asked one person. That is not half a dozen. A dozen oh. is not two. You asked one person, <laughs> and you gave up, and then you asked me. Yes. That's basically that's that's accurate. Okay. okay. Basically unbranded. I concede. Well, uh Mike is not with us this week. He is in an undisclosed look. Keep it down. Keep it down. He's in, not in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> he's in an undisclosed location. He will be back if he's good next week. Uh when we will be joined by one or two guests. <laughs> None of them Jackman. <laughs> Uh, we'll talk about I'm that later. I'm just gonna show up, so you have to have three guests. You know what? We'll just keep, we'll just bring you on. I'm okay with that for fun. I'm gonna put the um, Zoom link on my my Instagram stories and just have people join, just randos. Exactly. Well, just like so, I'll have a, a a party. Yeah. Exactly. Well, some like a block that party. Are part of the block party Ooh, that help AWP us do what we block do. party. We could do that in Nebraska. I'm we lying. Could. No one lives in Nebraska. Um, There's but some half of our dozen patrons. Some of our patrons live in Nebraska. So this week we don't have a sponsor. This week's show is brought to you by our patrons. And um, we don't have any new ones this week, but we still appreciate all of you guys that help us support the show. Uh, and one other way to help support the show is by picking up some merch for the, from the AWP Etsy shop. Um, we have some, well, it's not AWP. Just but pretend that this says AWP. On. You can get some shirts that say I've been AWP'd on or Meh Army. I was actually wearing Kibasi that shirt Posse. earlier today. Yeah, I'm wearing the the retro Another Woodshop podcast shirt. So Designed you by yours up. truly. Perfect thing to get for your wife for Christmas. Christmas gifts. It's Christmas gifts. Tis the season. Yes. We just renewed all our listings that we definitely didn't let expire. <laughs> <laughs> so um uh that's a good way to help us out another way to help us out is to leave a review this week's uh we don't we don't have reviews uh, but if you guys want to leave oh, we have we? one and you need to play the jingle I, otherwise i won't read oh, it. oh i'm sorry um is that black betty i don't know we haven't done this one in a while yeah i think wait oh wait no haha let's try that again with audio oh black betty ramble ham there we go yeah and this one is on which platform dan Yelp. Yeah, that's right. We do have a Yelp page. That is one of the places you can leave a review. Uh, what is that review, Dan? Well, let me tell you. I was writing down the uh, timestamp for oh. you. <laughs> gotcha. uh, we got a uh, Yelp review from JS over in Brunswick, Georgia. He left a five-star review. I believe that's all you can do over at Yelp. 
Uh, he says, if you're looking for help discovering new or better ways to work your wood, mm-hmm. then look no further. My wife is pleased every time she sees how AWPness has improved the skills of these hands. Thanks for a good time, guys. <laughs> thank you, Jay. That really thank you was it. from his wife. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you so much. And if you want to leave a very vague and confusing review, that is our theme. Just so if anyone else sees us trending in hobbies and leisure, uh, they look at the reviews to try to get the sense of the show. We want them to be confused. However, we've had enough medically themed reviews. Maybe stay away from those. People have a lot lot of of ailments. That's okay. Uh, Those kids. Mostly rashes. Mostly rashes. A lot of rashes. I'm glad we're curing them, not causing them. Uh, Speaking of causing rashes. What's up, my bitch? Jackman's here. Oh, we're going right into that. <laughs> I, I should, yeah. You really, so, you really threw of, me for a loop there. <laughs> Take your timestamp. And speaking I of rashes, it. Jackman, Paul, comma, Pat. I'm here. What do you got, got on your What do you got on your bench what? this week? I cannot what? talk. What, what do you got to get a got to get on the bench? What's the street address of AWP on Yelp.com? I'm not telling um, you because that's my address. It's a broadcasting studio in Omaha, Nebraska. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> AKA Dan's house. Basically. Okay. No, I think it's a random address somewhere. Yeah, it's not my real address. Yeah, so if like you're looking to stalk me, that's not Omaha the way Central. to do it. Yeah. Like, like a dentist. I mean, office. it's a good starting point, I guess. <laughs> it's a strip club in the in Nebraska. No such thing. <laughs> Those are probably illegal noticed. there. Not that not that I know. Not that I've been looking. Uh, by the way, but there's no Paul's bear den here. I'll tell you that there's much. no bear den. No, that's only here. <laughs> oh, we didn't take Paul to the bear den. Oh, you would love the maker bear den. camp next year. Paul, I love that. Yeah, so Paul's using a filter on his video and he's a, a, currently oh. a sheriff. Um, but I love no, that when I... you tilt your head, it doesn't just move with your head. It actually tilts and it's flat. It's <laughs> 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 as if you just have one taped to your head. No, best part, best part is it's on the skateboard as well. It's on I the mean, skateboard too. This is why you watch the YouTube video. Yes. And if you're not subscribed, also I'm going to, sorry, Paul, to cut you off again. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're almost at a thousand subs. 950? Nine? 947. So almost 50. Okay. Yeah. All right, Paul, what's on your bench? Oh, I can talk now. Yes. Yes. Sorry, sorry Paul. <laughs> like, hey, Paul, what's on your bench? I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> sorry right, i'll shut up now we're bad at this <laughs> yeah you don't know what you're doing you're 130 something times first this. time <laughs> uh i i don't have much on my bench actually it's more it's on like, the floor it's on the floor does that oh, count okay Can I, talk about I was like lies i have a teardrop camper on my floor upstairs in the barn <clears throat> half halfway done probably not not probably not wait halfway assembled can you get don't it ask, out? Don't ask the question. Don't. Oh. Yeah, how are you going to get it out? Oh, you guys both asked the question. <laughs> Nobody's asked me that question yet. Can you believe that? Not one person until tonight, and then two people asked me that. I well, I only asked it because I, like I heard Pete say it. <laughs> I keep posting about it. I was like, when is somebody going to ask me how I'm going to get this out of the barn? Like, Has no one actually asked like, you? No, everybody's asked me that. Oh, okay. I was going to I, keep, I don't read the comments. I keep getting messages, and it's like, no, I, I haven't thought about that, actually. It's a good question. You're just going to cut it in half, right? With through a, the door yeah. as it is right now. Yeah, yeah. A sawzall or whatever I, whatever that's actually called. I measured the door, and I measured it again, and I measured it again because I didn't trust myself. I was like, I want to make sure this thing fits out the door, and it does. 
because I got I got a big double door. I'm upstairs, so that's gonna make it tricky. But I got a big double door, six inches to spare, so like three inches on either side. It's tight, but it fits. So it's gonna go out the door onto a ramp that I'm gonna build and then slide down to the ground, like the Egyptians did when they built the Great Pyramids, just, like a giant ramp, just like that. I'm gonna use they, use, they use pallets too <laughs> and slave labor. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch, that went dark fast. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, they just made it illegal in Tennessee. Did you hear that? There were like pharaoh pallets anyway, instead of mega pallets. I'm so proud of Tennessee right now. Good for Tennessee. Oh, what happened? I don't, I don't follow the they, news. In the election, they voted slavery to be illegal in the state. Oh, good for them. <laughs> yeah, welcome to 1900. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Or whatever year. Oh, I, don't, anyway. I don't know history. I always bring the podcast down. <laughs> anyway yeah so i'm working so, on a, a teardrop camper for arbor tech uh it's a the clc kit i don't know if i talked about this last time you briefly oh, mentioned you it you talked about it. how you had it in boxes in pete's driveway when we okay, were that's right yeah so now yeah. it's out of the boxes well that's good yeah it's i'm really surprised that they provided a form for assembly that was pretty cool like the like, part of the, like the booklet no, the form to like hold it upside oh. down. Yeah, yeah. There's like a whole cradle that's all like half inch plywood and you fit it together. It's got like half lap joints and the whole thing fits together. It, it, it you know. Pat laps and, together. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, it scissors together? It scissors together. And then that, that holds the shape of it while you build it and you stitch the seams and you fiberglass the seams. And then once I flip <laughs> it upside down, which I'm about to do tonight, I'm going to flip it upside down because the bottom's in there, but it's on the top. So I have to flip it over as that, as, as you do. And uh, I'm going to do epoxy in those seams and then I can take the form off. Is it a, sounds... a regular bottom or a power bottom? It's pretty heavy. It's thick. It's two pieces stitched together. So that's, that's a power powerful. bottom. If that's I ever a power heard bottom. One. Yeah. Yeah. It was bigger um, than a full sheet of plywood, which so is powerful. How far are you planning on getting with that build before bringing it like downstairs or something? You think you can get the whole thing done? I'm going to do everything except for the varnish. And then I'm going to bring it down for that. Oh, cool. So, so the whole thing will actually fit. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll do all the fiberglassing up there. Uh, so it's, it's it's built like a boat. So it's like eighth inch plywood. It's very thin. But you stitch it together. It's like a stitch <clears> and glue <throat> boat. So you use these like copper stitches to hold the seams together. And then you <clears> super glue <throat> those seams. Take the stitches out. And then you epoxy those seams and put fire. So like a larger version of the the total boat boat that we built at Basically. Baker Camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same process. It's just huh. that, but you know, Bigger. five five feet by eight feet. And what were what, what did you stitch the seams with? You were like cutting I zip ties. Dirt. Were, were they zip ties that you were using, or something else? <laughs> the the oh. little boats they use zip ties, I think. Right. <laughs> no, for yeah. for your yeah. boat. Your I use <laughs> copper wire. Oh, that's what it was. So you can twist it and you can like really tighten stuff up and fine tune it. And uh, that's the most nervous part of the build though is because you cl- you clip them out before you put the fiberglass tape on it and all that's holding it together is super glue. Which so basically... Tack welds. That's what they call it, <laughs> tack welds, yeah. So basically you're just building the carcass and you're just going to drop this on a on like a trailer? Yeah, like so they'll a- go on top of a trailer. So the trailer is downstairs in pieces. It's an aluminum bolt together thing. Oh, they they supplied the trailer as well. Yeah, so that's all. That's all. They have like a custom made aluminum trailer from Trailex. Oh, it's another <clears throat> company, and they work with them to get the the trailer made specifically for that camper. So that's down there. That's and actually super cool. Right. 
So it's like a no weld trailer. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And it's it's pretty robust too. I was kind of surprised. I got to see it when I went down and picked up the kit. So it's, it's not bad. And that includes all the hardware, like doors and whatnot. So yeah, like, and the the doors right now are as part of the camper. It's like part of the shell, and then you cut them out of the shell. So there's like a bunch. It's like perforated, basically. There's a bunch of slots cut that outline the door. So once you get everything together, get it all fiberglass, then you cut the doors out of what's already built. Oh, and then you put glass inside of that. You cut out the window and add the hardware and all that too. Awesome. Hey, they really like thought about this it's it's like really well thought out it's it's great because like i've i started it i think sunday or something and i'll be able to get you know the main form of it done by tomorrow so within a week whoa wow. seems yeah that seems pretty quick and then i think the rest is probably going to take forever but it goes fast at first at least and, and it gives it does, you that it's so gives easy. you that sense of I'm it's sorry. so <laughs> all at once please <laughs> It's so easy a dog can build it. Ouch. Oh. Uh, what? A dog. The Cavalier's mascot built one. Oh. All right. I forgot <laughs> about right. that reference. That happened five <laughs> minutes ago, Dan. Big names. <laughs> I, just I don't know if you out. know this about me, Paul. I'm pretty old. Right. Like, forget about my Netflix show. That's not a big deal. The Cleveland Cavalier's mascot follows me on Instagram. I wonder how he wrote that or she wrote that message. Yeah, what if it was woof to speech or woof to text? Don't you dare gender th- that mascot. <laughs> they. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> they so, they just messaged me during the podcast and said that they built the the gamper. They. I don't know. Just showing off. They. I don't know who it is. And I said, how do you do this team. without thumbs? <laughs> Perfect response. We'll update now, you if they write back. What else comes with the kit as far as like hardware? Like, is it everything down to like poles for drawers or locks? Yeah. So battery, like for light lights, like what else? It depends on what you want. So like the trailer is optional. You could use a different trailer if you want. Um, But I have the, the basic kit, which is the plywood. Uh, It also includes fiberglass, uh, the weather stripping, uh, epoxy, enough epoxy to do the whole thing. The super glue is even in there. There's like a little bottle of super glue. Uh, the stitches are in there and all the hardware for the doors and for the hatch has like gas struts on it. Uh, I think that's it. And then there's like add-ons. There's like a, an exhaust fan vent that goes on the top. Uh, you can do that. And then there's like a whole electronics package. If you want that, you can get that too with like lights and fans. Nice. And there's a storage box on the front, which I have. So I'll be building that too. And then there's a cargo carrier that goes under it, which I'll also be building, which is a whole separate kit. So that has a bunch of really big, deep drawers that go under the whole (laughs) camper. Oh, neat. So with it being DIY, I would assume that you can actually modify it to, to your liking as well. Like you could add on things and right. So that's, that's what I'm going to be doing for our protect because I don't get to keep it. I'm building it for them. So they're going to use it as like a roadshow trailer that they're going to demonstrate out of. So oh. what they call the, the back has a big hatch that opens up and they call it the galley because they're boat people, but it's really just a little kitchen. And <laughs> there's like, that's another kit that you could buy is a little kitchenette thing that is custom made to fit that space. And I told him I didn't want it. I'm going to build my own. So I'm going to build one to fit like a little TV display that, you know, plays demonstrations of the things <clears> in Arbor Tech tools. And lock probably, it out. So it's just your videos. I should. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, like they don't have access to the TV. There's like passive no. production on it. <laughs> how does this, how's this, how's this even powered? Yeah. <laughs> it's just on a loop. So I'll have some like minimal electronics in there for now. And then the, my plan for them is is I'll get it working good enough and then they'll use it for the first show is in January in, uh, I think, Baltimore. There's like a bunch of woodworking shows and then they'll use it for six months, see how they use it. And then <clears throat> I'll take it back and fine tune it for them. Awesome. Neat. Yeah. But it's fun. It's fun, Bill. It's, it's like surprisingly easy so far. Like it's something that anybody I think could do. Like a YouTuber you don't even, could do it. Yeah. Some like washed up Instagram model. Model. Yeah. But you like don't even what, really need a workshop. Like if you had a tent outside, like technically that could work. So it's like something what I was going to say earlier is uh, you said that it it feels like it's going fast, but it probably it it probably feels that way, and it, it probably feels good because like if something's dragging on, you know, you're not gonna be like excited to do it. You know, if, yeah. if, you, if you're seeing a lot of progress at first, it, it probably right. feels great. Like and you're like doors. motivated to keep forever. going. I oh. feel like that's an attack. Okay. No. Actually, at a certain point in that build, once I cut out the two side doors, there's two access doors on the side and there's one big hatch door in the back. Once I get those separated from the trailer, I will then have three doors down on that camper. Here we go. Beautiful. Beautiful. So well done. <laughs> well executed. Nice setup. You had us on the edge of our seats. Play is play is outro music. Oh, Just can I play it in reverse? <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> uh, that's fine. Um I don't remember what we were should... saying before that. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, the it trailer really doesn't matter. uh it's going really quick. Yeah, and it is going oh, really, yes. really fast. Here's my theory is that it's gonna be like building a house. Like you see houses go up and the frame goes up so fast. They get the siding on, they get the roof on. It's like, oh, they're almost done. It's like, no. Then you see how, no. you know, vans outside there for another year until the house <laughs> is done. So that's my theory is like all the fiddly stuff, getting the doors all lined up and all that stuff is going to take a while. But so I have, are you going to be done by January? We'll see. End of the year is the <laughs> deadline. So I'm trying. So once you build the whole body, you're going to bring it, what, downstairs into the max shop? Yeah, so I'm going to uh, basically once I get it all fiberglass and epoxy and everything, I'm going to bring it down, do the final sanding and uh, the final varnish at the new warehouse space that nobody knows about yet. Ooh. We like started oh. teasing it last time, and then we never talked about it. The secret I, Five Guys location. Yeah, my, my right. new franchise. Yeah. Yeah, which right. I guess you have to because you can't varnish in December on the East Coast of. It's not going to be good, Maryland. Yeah, it would be cold. Yeah. Are so that's why are you Massachusetts or Connecticut? Why do I always confuse the two? How dare you? What's whatever? It's a, <laughs> a lot of history, colonialism, whatever. Ma- Massachusetts. That's the one. Yeah. Even I knew that. The superior New England state. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Well, there goes all of our uh, main listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Connecticut is just in the way, and they know it. <laughs> Connecticut is uh is is just New York light. Yeah. <laughs> like drive through Connecticut and you're like, why do you exist? Why are you here? <laughs> the merit is nice. Because it's like you, you, whenever you want to go somewhere, if I want to go south, like to Jersey or anything like that, I don't know why I'd want to, but hypothetically, like Everybody Connecticut's just mistakes. in the way. <laughs> Anyways, I'll see you next week. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to go to Jersey, actually. <laughs> you do have to go to Jersey in two weeks. Yeah. That's uh, not on my so- bench. I guess we can talk about that, though. Yeah. And I mean, talk about even like something else is coming up because I feel like this... It's probably not the only project you're working on right now. 
I mean, the camper's probably the rest of my year. It's it's the at least it's a priority. So I'm I'm mm-hmm. working on hundred percent on that. And if I get some time between epoxy glue ups, then I'll I'll do some other stuff. But we'll see. That's my plan for the rest of the year. Nice, nice. Yeah, I think like the varnishing itself. I feel like is going to take a week. Like it's like very detailed and it's got to look perfect. But at least it won't be in your shop. So, actually, do you want to talk about your new super secret six guys location that you kind of alluded at sure. last time? And just like what your plan is for that? And it'll be uh, cool for people to know about it. Yeah. Like the five exactly people who listen where to it this, is. like it'll still be a secret. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have upwards of 10. Listen, oh, well, no. Yeah, right. Maine is gone. We're closing so we're in on a dozen. <laughs> if you round up to the nearest dozen, we have 12 listeners. Yeah, Dan thinks a dozen is two. <laughs> In Nebraska, a dozen's a different number from the rest yeah. of the world. <laughs> yeah, I we bought a commercial space, we being me and my buddy Cam. We're kind of business partners, <clears throat> kind of, sort of, and, and high school sweethearts. Oh. Kind of. Oh. Don't, don't, Probably not. your wife doesn't listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have two high school sweethearts. Uh, but yeah, we, we bought a commercial space, and we're going to kind of share the space. He does, like tinting and vinyl and architectural design stuff. So he needed a space for that. And I needed just a little bit more space than what I have now. So all my retail stuff. So like my templates and my barge and all that'll be over there. <clears throat> and YouTube's still going to be happening out of the barn. Nice. But awesome. That's it. So it's empty for yeah. now. We should get the keys next week, I think at this point. Nice. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be, Completely wide open and empty so I can varnish in there without any dust or anything like that. Do you have any plans for, like, any future videos of, of doing any sort of, like, shop build-outs there? Definitely. It's – right now – I think a, that's a must. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's right now, it's an empty box. It's like a brand-new building, which is nice. We don't have to do much. <clears throat> but we want to put, like, a loft in there. So, like, two-thirds of it, we're going to put a second floor because it's, like, 20-foot mm. ceilings right <clears throat> now. Just an empty, open, you know, metal building box. And uh, we'll put a second floor on most of it. And then I think like all my shipping stuff will be upstairs and then we'll have the big CNC downstairs. I think I'm going to move my laser over there and then we'll be able to pull cars in still. So you can do his vinyl and tinting stuff inside. How big is that again? Uh, I think it's like 20 by 60. That's nice. It's pretty good size. Yeah. Yeah. Especially once we get the second floor on, it'll be, I don't know, two thousand double square, that square feet. It'll be 60% move? more. Whatever that Look is. Look at you. Wow. Math guy. 66%. We've gone two thirds. Yeah. We were there That's this awesome. week. For the audio listeners, you can see Oh, this. wow. It just, it just looks like a giant container. Right. It's a huge like container. Oh. Yes, exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. It looks like so the inside of a shipping how, container is two stories high. The walls are bare. So how are, we, how are we looking for power and stuff? So there's a panel in there and there's like a couple of plugs and that's it. There's a bathroom. And otherwise, it's just a bare box that we can customize. So it's just like a den. Oh, wow. So you can like drop bare electrical den. wherever you want. Right. Yeah. But and we you have and to we, drop electrical. Oh, we'll drop electrical. <laughs> but we can do whatever we want because we own the place. It's like a, it's a condo bay is what they call it. You're so not leasing it. You're going to own it. Right. Yeah. Right. Nice. So you can do kind of whatever you want, I guess. Strip club. <clears throat> but yeah. I wonder what the <laughs> regulations are for this. And uh, are we in a five guys franchise in the corner? The Bears. Important dead. question here. Hang on, hang on. But shower in a bathroom? There's five guys in the bathroom. 
In the shower. No shower? In the shower. There's five guys in the shower. (laughs) And uh, what kind of power do you have in that location? Because I know the CNC uh, that Mac has is large, but it's not a three-phase, is it? Just two? No, no, you got to flip those letters around. Cam, sorry, not Mac. You got it. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I only work with people that have C and A and M in their name. Dan? Uh, C A and M. (laughs) Sorry. Dan was close. Yeah, I'm Dan's out. close. Yeah. So Mac, Mac is my <laughs> shop teacher, so he, he's a little in the barn. And uh, yeah, Cam's my buddy from high school. So how much power do you guys have there? Enough. <laughs> there's there's single phase power in. Uh, oh, there's so single there's phase. three phase in the building, but not at our panel. So if we need so three it's phase, option. it's there, and we can run it. To you our got the potential. Yeah. Nice. Dang, that's the, pretty neat. The CNC is, I think it's a three-phase machine, but he's got a phase converter, so it can work wherever. Got it. Awesome. Is that in his garage right now? He has a bay right now that he's renting, so it'll it's oh. it's smaller than the one that we're, we're getting. <clears throat> so we're going to move the CNC and a bunch of his stuff over to the new space. So it's an upgrade because it's bigger for him, and then we get to share the expenses. So I don't need to get my own space, and he doesn't have to have his own space either. So it's kind of a win-win. Eat. And really, it's it's a it's a property investment more than anything, because I think five years down the road we'll probably get a different space and rent that space out. Neat. We'll see, unless it's underwater. Slumlords. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for sharing. I, I'm just yeah. really curious about that kind of stuff and. What yeah, you, so we'll see. We'll see how that works out. That's that's the plan. So we'll have a video fitting it out and building the floor and walls and stuff upstairs, whatever whatever that <clears> looks <throat> like. Uh. Video idea for the floors. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. I just came up with it just now. Um, pennies. With epoxy. Okay. How many how many square inches is a penny? I want to do the math and see how many pennies it would take to cover that floor. Um, I think a penny is Somebody maybe grab a one square a inch. No. Maybe. Let's no. say it is. So 1,200 square feet. We're going to have two-thirds of that upstairs. 1,200... So 800 square feet will be the second floor. So square feet to square inches is times 144, right? Correct. So it'd be 115,000 pennies if one is a square inch. And I don't think it is. It's probably two. I think it's a little bit smaller than a square inch, but not exactly half. So 200,000 pennies. So that would cost, what, $20,000? Yeah, you you got this. That might be cheaper than wood flooring. I don't know. (laughs) Actually. $20,000. Plus, plus. Plus, you know, that would be a great Total Boat sponsored video. That would. That would. Just throwing out ideas here. I'm an ideas man as well. It's, it's either going to be just, that or basketball flooring. Ooh. Because I might have Do you have enough of that, though? I might have enough. I got so much of that. He has ballpark a uh, basketball court size. Yeah. My <laughs> wife's been working on taking that apart. So that we're slowly oh. progressing through that pile. Wait, and why do you hate her so much? One of your videos, you were like my girlfriend taking apart or like something no, assisting my ex girlfriend. Ex girlfriend, sorry, yeah. yeah. So wait, oh, because oh, your wife. Okay, I, I almost messaged. I was you watching the gears That's turning. correct. I was okay. That all is, clicks now. Is Emma not your ex girlfriend? She is my ex girlfriend. Yes, I'm go. living with my ex girlfriend. Yes, yeah. that is technically correct. She's somebody right now, so somebody else just did a, a video where they called their wife their ex-girlfriend. That is okay, oh Chris, makes, Chris Salamone. 
Yeah, my uh, first thought I, was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. "Wow, he's really close." He moved back to his hometown. He's like, "His wife's cool with this." I guess. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I also like calling her my roommate too. Because I didn't see her face. It was just like the she was wearing a hoodie. It was cold. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, my roommate's taking apart the flooring. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, my high school sweetheart is <laughs> my high school sweetheart. <laughs> Someone else. <laughs> he has a beard. Oh God. But she's she's working for me now, so I don't know if I've talked with, about that yet. With, with you. Oh, she doesn't listen to this. Yeah, for you. Yeah, for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm the boss. She doesn't get paid much. It's fine. She's clearly out of the house. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she's busy taking apart basketball flooring. So. <laughs> oh, dude, I got that nailer, the reverse nailer thing. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, so good. That's Love awesome. That, that saves so much time. Mm-hmm. It is the, the reverse best. nailer. I feel it's like it's the this one is that a, like the denailing gun. The denailer. Oh, it's a pneumatic nailer that has like a piston. There's like a little thing that fits over the nail, and then a piston shoots. Oh, you said head. reverse nailer, and I was thinking bad thoughts. I was like, reverse cowboy. What? The no? reverse. <laughs> the reverse denailer. <laughs> Wouldn't a reverse uh, denailer be an actual nailer though? I don't know. It's like but a you double need a pallet to complete yeah. it. It's that like a double, double negative. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start calling nail guns a reverse denailer. <laughs> a reverse Show undenailer. <laughs> yep. There you go. Uh, so, what else is going on? Anything else? Uh, Partner? I don't know. I mean, the sheriff? teardrop, the flooring. I think that's it. All right. Once we get in the bay, I'll share some more of that. But that's. Please do. I haven't talked about it yet because we don't even have the keys yet. It's. Just red tape. It's been getting pushed back. We were supposed to be there in September, and it is no longer September. No, it's uh, November, according to my calculations. You sound like Spagnolo just building up fake hype. I'm convinced he bought that firehouse months before he closed, like <laughs> closed on it. Yeah, he was, he was just, oh, I don't know what's going to happen, guys. Yeah, we're just moving out there. I don't know where we're going to go. <laughs> uh, and then he's just like he just moves because he wants to. Like I wrote him when he moved, and I was like, I move because I have to. And you just do it for the sport of it. Like, it's like he enjoys it. <laughs> he needs to it, like he does seem to stretch enjoy his it. muscles. Right. He's like, I haven't had a shop build out video in a while. Honey, we're moving. <laughs> yeah, we need a new one. <laughs> I mean, it's brilliant. It's Missouri, right? Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. Missouri. Who chooses that? A, a few a people have choose it, chose Don't it. Don't stop listening, people in Missouri. We're, we're going after Connecticut and Missouri this week. <laughs> Yeah, and Maine. <laughs> and Maine. And Nebraska. Hey, shout out to Missouri. They actually passed recreational Mary Jane. Oh. All right. They're doing All something. Right. They're doing something. Well, not of us. And they oh. voted pro-slavery. <laughs> <laughs> one step forward, ten steps back. <laughs> <laughs> right. One good thing, one bad thing. Jeez. All right. With uh, that note, oh, Pete, yeah, what are you Tennessee. up to? No. <laughs> We're shouting out Tennessee this week, too. We're taking out all the states. Um, no. <laughs> Let, let's move on. <laughs> uh, hit one coast and one central state. That's it. Um, oh, what did I do? Oh, I, I first of all, I got uh, tricked into doing a an auction with my best friend, Paul, who may or may not be on this show. So two weeks ago when we were here, Paul asks me, hey, how close are you to Blairstown, whatever the town is? 
I'm like, uh, like an hour. Why are you asking me in that way? And apparently there was a uh, auction. A, your location. Yeah, giant. After knowing my address, <laughs> yeah. uh, there's a large, very large production woodworking shop. Hans Woodworking something was closing up after. Ah, Hans Solo. I've heard of him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that one. Um, yeah, Star Trek. Right next to door, door to Chewy Customs. So they were closing <laughs> up shop, and uh, there was an auction going on. And I've always wanted to do an auction, especially for tools, because I see people getting really good deals. Paul was kind of uh, asking me about it and see what he was going to get. And uh, I signed up, did the auction. We actually both did. We both got some good stuff. I I think the best part was I was super excited. I got a, a batch 12. What I thought at the time was four by eight <laughs> sheets of quarter inch exterior grade Baltic birch. Yeah. 12 sheets for $336. Then I'm on the phone with Paul while I'm driving and he's like, no, that's, that's five by 10. I was like, what? Like, yeah, that's five by 10. I checked Whoa. the listing and it's five by 10 sheets. So 12 of them for 336 bucks. Plus like really the, whatever the, they add like 15% on it. So I think it was like 370 or a little more over that. Yeah. Less than 400 so, bucks. That's still less. an amazing deal. So I called up my lumber yard on the way, uh, I was just heading somewhere and I'm like driving. I just called them up and they said they did five by five sheets of that stuff for $59. So I got these for like, I don't know, like 25 bucks a sheet right. Double the size for twice the size. Yeah. Yeah. It's bonkers. Cause, so, cause we were, uh, we were talking you're like, I think I might need to rent a truck. I was like, what are you talking about? You definitely have to rent a definitely. truck. These are five yeah. by tens. <laughs> yep. So like, I'm, wait, I'm renting wait, a truck. Well, you can't you. strap it to the top of the Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking like, all right, four by eights. Uh, I could, they're quarter inch sheets. So they're kind of uh, flexible. I could get them into my trailer at like an angle and uh, bend them into place, but not five by 10. <laughs> so I'm renting a, a truck. <laughs> so I'm going to go to Home Depot, get a truck next week. That's going to be yeah. fun. But aside from that, I got a, uh, one of those like, almost like a Home Depot cart. It's a, it's a material cart, but it's the one that like slightly leans to the left or right, whatever, however you're looking at it. So you can put sheets of plywood on there and it stays on there and you can roll it around. So uh, I have a ton of material that's kind of in a five by five or four by four size in the... It sounds like you're going to get some five by 10 material. Well, yeah, example. but I'm going to have to cut, I'm probably going to have to cut that down to fit it into my shed. <laughs> so I'll cut it into like usable material Just size for... Exactly. Probably will. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm going to be able to put on his cart and roll it around my uh, my shed. And what else did I get? Oh, and a router, uh, the DeWalt palm router, the dual base one, the, the stationary and what? The DeWalt 611. Yeah. For like, I don't know. It was like a little over half price. I think it was like buck 30 instead of yeah. two. It's like 230 for a new one for with both of the bases. So yeah, yeah it wasn't bad. That sounds about right. No, it wasn't like a huge win, but I honestly, after the pal, uh, the the plywood, I was super excited. So next week, I gotta coordinate. Uh, actually, we're probably gonna go separately. Paul got some good stuff too, but uh, I need yeah, to I pick up that stuff uh, next week. Got a filing cabinet full of sandpaper. He did. <laughs> honestly, what did you pay for that thing? Uh, I think it was like three hundred bucks, maybe. Dude, oh, it's the filing cabinet. It's like a three foot, <clears throat> if not four foot, wide. And like filled with sandpaper. Yeah. There's like easily strips or just random paper or what are we talking about here? Rolls, like belts, six inch, five inch. Yeah, belts. Uh, oh, six rolls. Inch, six inch. Uh, so not like hook and loop discs. No, no, there's discs. Six too. inch discs, belts, and there's like just oh a bunch of everything. Too. Yeah, everything. 
there's easily a thousand dollars like a smorgasbord of sandpaper. He's not going to buy any for a long time. Yeah, oh, that was five hundred yeah. with the fee and everything, but still, yeah, like that's thousands of dollars worth of sandpaper. Like I'm good for life. Yeah, no, he doesn't have to be sponsored by yeah. no sandpaper company. No, same Paul sandpaper rich. I'm selling. I'm selling sandpaper. Yeah. You're a sandpaper magnate. Sand pa- right. random sandpaper of the club. I'm a sandpaper or of the magnet. of the month club or whatever. I'm, I'm a sandpaper magnet and a sandpaper magnate. Yeah. Magnate. <laughs> um. So anyway, so yeah, we we did the uh, the auction. That was super fun. Yeah. Um, and like a little exciting, little, felt a little bit like gambling because you're like, ah, how far am I going? Will it go for this? I know. You know, is. is this really worth it? It's unhealthy. Like, like I didn't <laughs> need this material, but I would never get that price for that material. And I can cut it with my laser easily. So <laughs> I was like, ah, you know what? I'm getting it. Plus, I'll be putting in. Um, so those that watch my stories, I have those silver panels, uh, foam panels right with laser is. I'm actually going to go full Spagnolo and enclose those. And I just got my hands on some quarter-inch Baltic birch, so I'm just going to probably frame that out and put that right over that wall. So that's going to be real nice. Might as well use it, right? Uh, and it'll be great because I can just screw stuff right into it. Aside from that, I picked up a bunch of pallets. I, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but they're not... I went to get pallets. Calm down, Paul. I actually never sent you the photos. I went to get pallets, and the pallets looked really rough, and in the other half were uh, plywood pallets, which I don't don't want that. Uh, They're at a factory nearby. But what they have is, like, tons of these weird spacers. So it's, like, three-inch pallet wood, but it's frames. It's a four-foot-by-four-foot frame, and there's nothing in the center. So it's just four pieces of wood. They're pat-lapped together. There's a pat-lap, half-lap joint on the corners. And there's, I think I have like 40 of them in my uh, my trailer, which means I don't have to like sit there and break apart these pallets. I can literally cut each corner off at a perfect 90, and I have these perfect lengths of wood. So saves me a lot of work. And I'm probably going to, that wall that I'm doing, I might actually just fill the whole thing with pallet wood. So that'll be super fun. And it was all heat-treated, so that was nice. Oh, uh, what else? Yeah, gross. Um, Etsy's been busy. I'm adding a bunch of new listings to <laughs> Etsy. I'm getting into the template game. So today I cut my first acrylic templates on a laser. They came out so good. Uh, Are you doing but quarter what? inch or three eighths? Quarter inch. All yeah. right. Is that okay? Quarter inch is plenty. Oh, 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 I'm, oh I feel inadequate now. No, no, no. <laughs> quarter inch is good. I, I know no, a few people good. do that's great. three eighths, but I think a quarter inch is fine. All the acrylic templates I do are a quarter inch. That's why I was asking. I'm going to ask Emma if quarter inch is enough. <laughs> um, well, I've seen like Diameter? Three <laughs> Might be short, but it's small. So I'm going to probably do quarter inch because I can easily get it. Uh, three eighths is a little harder to get. I know uh, Crafted Elements. Is that the one that does the templates? With to- they, they work do, with like, total silicone boat. molds and stuff too. Yeah, they do really yeah. nice ones. They do the three eighths. They're like really burly. So does like, Tyler over at Westfall would go. Yeah, does he? Oh, does he do three eighths yeah. as well? Yeah, yeah. It's just for me, it's quarter inch. I'm just getting into the game. I want to start doing some MDF ones <laughs> on the uh, CNC. I, feel, I was kind of putting a, it off because I'm like, everyone does it, but you know what? Acrylic is it. so expensive. I, I don't see the necessity to go three eighths over a mm. quarter. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why for these, these are, I, I just made four different, uh, or four different design, um, what are they, uh, cup holders, not cup holders, Jesus, coasters. English is so hard today. Uh, so I just made these coaster templates 
like of different shapes. And I'm probably going to offer those. Uh, and then for like full cutting board or charcuterie board ones, I'm only going to, I'm not going to like pre-cut those. I'm just going to offer them as like a, if you buy, if you buy, I'll cut it. Cause I don't want to just have stock sitting around. It's easier. And I have a bunch of designs that I've done in the past. Some that I've purchased from people in the past. So I'm just going to cut them. Whatever. I don't know. More things to add to the shop. I'm trying to... Guys, it's 45 days till Christmas today. Bonkers. It's, yeah. Two weeks exactly from... Well, when you're listening to this, it's less. Two weeks till Thanksgiving. So we're right there. People are shopping for the holidays now. Uh, I'm running a sale as is someone else. Oh, you didn't talk about it. Too late. It's not on your bench. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, but i'm gonna cut in on you like just like fun. you did on me <laughs> Sorry, I do it all time. but yes yeah, so i'm doing some templates uh for coasters i'll be doing some other stuff uh for charcuterie boards uh and aside from that last thing was i spent the weekend with brooke and michael and sarah from makers workshop uh which is super fun so they're uh an account that run basically they're running a makerspace slash like slab sale production shop they have a cnc where they flatten them they dry them uh they slab them up once a year and it's all locally sourced uh wood up in uh boston where i'm at they're in maynard maynard Mm -hmm. maynard massachusetts so they're up in that area of boston are you just making up names no i'm not not it's a a place bing it yeah it's a real place so they they came by because uh their daughter sarah uh wanted to see phantom and we were talking about seeing phantom of the opera because it's uh closing up shop after like 30 years or something so we went to the city and had like a full day of just running around. We saw everything. We saw the show. It was great, actually. Really enjoyed it. I'm not like a big uh, Broadway guy, but I always enjoy it when I go. And uh, then we just ran around the city and hit up all the major spots and uh, then went home and we're very tired. <laughs> but it was fun to have them around. We worked on some potential projects for the future uh, working together. And they're just like really awesome people to talk to and uh, pick their brain about first of all like laser work they do a lot of that stuff cnc and also running a makerspace basically they've talked me both into it and out of it they've talked me into doing it but way later down the line and out of it immediately <laughs> so uh so that was fun and uh that's that's kind of my week dan what's on your bench uh did i did i talk about last week how i finished up those seven doors that i was doing for the interior of that new house i don't you remember did not well you mentioned you were <laughs> seven doors, I finished, but you never set a direction i did finish up the the seven doors for oh, the interior oh, of that new house oh so you, oh, you finished so up. oh is this is this where i dropped the three doors down joke seven doors down it's like we we're literally lobbing them to you and you're just like what do i do i don't get it seven doors down like three doors down but okay okay work on your kryptonite game, bro okay. <laughs> so if I can't remember if I mentioned it or not, but oh, I finished did. those up. But uh, <clears throat> I got a message like two or three days ago. Apparently, this house, this is information that would have been amazing to have during the time of building these doors. Apparently, this house is going to have no trim, zero trim. All the uh, all the seams are going to be visible. Yeah. So I left some of the the doors a little gappy thinking that. Some of the door jams, a little gappy, thinking that, you know, it's no big deal. It's going to be covered up by trim. And I showed this all in my story. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, you missed it uh, because the stories are gone. Explain it better. Paint a picture. <clears throat> so when when you build a door jam, you have to have a stop for the door <clears throat> itself. 
And I made that stop instead of being just like a single strip in the middle of the door jam. I made it to where the door stops and the, the jam itself or the, the stopping plate goes all the way to the back of the door jam. So the door jam looks thick. But we glued it in place and, and Brad nailed it. But I wasn't real concerned about leaving a perfect, you know, like cutting boards seam. You know, like when you do a cutting board, you 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 want no gaps whatsoever. I was not worried about that because, you know, there's going to be trim on it and it doesn't matter. So I got I got this text and I got this call saying, hey, we need this uh, cleaned up. And I was like, what? Come on. This information would have been useful like uh, a couple weeks ago. So I, I went back and I, I buttoned it up. I just basically filled it with putty and sanded it and made it look all nice because they're going to paint it anyway. So they're, yeah, they're painting it anyways, right? <clears throat> yeah. So frankly, I could have I could have said, hey, that's not my problem. Uh, you never gave me that information. This could be like the problem of your painters or or somebody else. But I decided to just you know own it and be like, yeah, no problem. I'll come take care of it. And you know, just decent customer service, right? So you built the door jams too, right? I built the door jams and the door. Yeah. So how are they seamlessly merging the wall with the door jam? See, that's what I was confused about because I also made them in such a way that, you know, thinking that there's going to be trim, they're going to have to shim them in place and make sure that they're level yeah. and perfect and everything. Apparently, they're, they, they're going to put some sort of like edging on the on the drywall that comes up to the door jam itself. And has like a ninety degree, and it so looks, you're, they're going to trim it out, but on they're going to trim it out, but it's going to be like a trimless trim. It, it's yeah, there's, there's I plastic, can't wait. I, there's plastic beads that they use for that, and they'll run it along. It'll be like a little eighth inch gap or something, like an air gap, and they put the the drywall over that, and then they plaster into that plastic bead that goes along the whole length. Well, there you go. Yeah. I'm I'm learning about this all this week. I had no idea this was a thing. So I don't know if they put the doors in before the drywall. I'm not exactly sure the, oh. you know the, how how it goes together. But it's all these plastic beads, rich people doors. Yeah, basically, yeah. It's ridiculous. Whatever. Yeah, I was uh, the, the place I was telling you guys about two weeks ago that had the super expensive millwork package, a half a million dollars, and it was all just MDF covered in walnut veneer, <laughs> which the homeowner probably yep. never knew about. The entire yep. house had no trim, no baseboard, nothing. And it was all this, these plastic beads, and the, all the uh, plaster just makes up for it. I hate it. Yeah. I don't like it. So much work. Yo, if you're going to build a house, put trim on it. Yeah. Hell. Hide the mistakes. What are you doing? A house moves. The trim helps. It really help. does. I don't understand yeah. how that's going to work. So um, with, with that house that we built, this, there was a fight with the owner back and forth. He's like, I don't want any gaps under the doors. We're like, okay, there's got to be some gap. You have to have a gap. <laughs> yeah, and these were MDF doors, two inches thick, 10 feet tall, I think, floor to ceiling. And he's like, no, there can't be any gaps. He's like, no, there, it has to be. Like the no sound can escape this this basement. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what do you want? <laughs> there has to be a gap. Yeah, so we eventually convinced him of that. And then we had these strips that embed themselves in the bottom of the door. You cut a dado, these metal strips. And when the door shuts, they drop down to seal off the bottom of the door. So it was like a little piston on the hinge side of the door that when, it sh- when the door shuts, that piston goes in and it drops this, this strip down inside the door. Yeah, there's oh, definitely man. something sketchy happening there. Right. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. This whole modern architecture, weird. I hate it. 
Yeah. Will this pen be scream proof? <laughs> <laughs> Can you easily clean blood so. off of these doors? <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, doors. Oh, back to your murder house. Damn. Three down. Plus four. <laughs> four to. Four so, also. Do- so close. Anyway, um, I also I think I I mentioned last week that I got accepted into like a craft fair for the 19th here in in Omaha, uh, which I'm pretty stoked about. So I've been trying to like come up with some products and stuff to have there other than like cutting boards, you know, cutting boards are nice, but I'd like to offer some other things. So I've been, you know, kind of uh, messing around in the shop and trying to come up with things. And I was messing around with like a wine rack and I like the direction it took. And I, you know, it's, it's really interesting. I don't know how to like describe it. It's circles. I don't. Okay. I'm not very good at describing things, you guys. I'm I'm a terrible person to have on a it's podcast. Like imagine a figure know. eight, but there's there's literally there, no like crossover line. Yeah, yeah. There, it's, with the uh, center being gone, it's like a racetrack, mm-hmm. sorta. Okay. Anyway, I. I spent way too much time on a wine rack. <laughs> I don't drink wine, and I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, but I, I like the way it came out. You drink three. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I bought this three dollar wine from oh, Walmart so I could take pictures. It's just oh, it's, paint thinner. It's so bad. It's so bad, you guys. Uh, it's worth every bit of three dollars, I guess. Two ninety six. It's mainly the glass you're paying for. Um. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So yeah, I spent I spent way too much time on this wine rack, uh, but I do like the way it turned out. I think it's neat, but we'll see how it does at the uh, the craft show. And you know, like Pete said, Etsy is keeping me super busy. Uh, I've had a a really good couple days over there, so it's kind of bonkers how well that is doing. They've been running podcast ads. I heard recently. I was like, I was surprised by that. Really? Yeah, they're like Etsy? plugging the yeah they were plugging the the Ooh. holiday sale or whatever they called it the November sale. They're like, yeah, a bunch of people have stuff on sale this month. And it was just like oh yeah, I'm answer. part of that. I think as, it starts like do I. We got to hit up Etsy see if we can get yeah. you know ad- ads. You can only be a part of that if you offer twenty percent off for that yeah. week or something like that. I can't it's remember for, exactly. I've been it's like a three week plus sale that they were the pre holiday and then cyber. Monday is the next one, and then pre-holiday, mm-hmm. and then holiday. I got to like, raise my prices to it, get on in on any sales. Basically, you got to run a basically twenty percent off sale for the rest of the year. Ugh. Yeah, All right, rough. yeah, raising prices. Yep. Anyway, uh, <laughs> look me up. I'll be running a sale after raise prices. <laughs> um, my uh, my week's not that exciting as Paul's and Pete's, but that's basically it. Oh. Isaiah's been gone. He went on a surfing trip or a surfing photography trip, but he's coming back tomorrow and I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. He's super helpful to have in the shop. It's nice to have somebody in the shop working with you. Well, have have you felt less motivated without him there? I actually have felt less motivated. Like when he's here, like I have to be like, okay, I need to go to the shop because I actually have to, you know, provide. Yeah. And when he's not here, I'm like, man, I could sleep in a little bit. I can take the kids to school and come back and go back to sleep for a little while. No big deal. So yeah, it does help with motivation. It I really feel that does a lot because so I 
I may have mentioned this before. I, I definitely feel the benefit of the concept of uh, body doubles. A person with me, I get way more done. Like even yeah. I was working on my website the other day because uh, I was like, come on, you, you said you wanted to like finish up, like sit down just let's knock it out. And she just sat behind me and I just worked. She didn't even, wasn't even, she was once in a while helping me with some like layout choices or whatever, but just having a sep- another person there really just like gets you going. Like no wonder was- Mike gets so much done. He has someone around all the time. And for me also, if I ever have someone in the shop helping, I'm not the kind of person where like, I can't, I can't just stand around while someone else is working. I have to be working just as hard with them to like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know if you're trying to prove it to them, to yourself, to whatever, but having a, well, I feel responsible really, a little bit. So yeah, like, like you know, I don't want to let them down. Paul's got, Paul's got uh Jack, the skateboard. So he's always watching me. <laughs> he's always watching <laughs> little sheriff over there. Little sheriff. Yeah. Deputy. Yeah. <laughs> Emma wasn't watching it. She was just stuck in the beanbag chair and couldn't get out. But the, the concept of a body double is a real thing. And actually, we see a lot of that on the stoop where people are, um, they'll be working in their shop and they're just like cranking stuff out because we're all like hanging out on a call and they just want to look busy, but not, you know, it gets more work done that way. Anyways, I'm just rambling at this point. Should we do questions? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So, uh,. Who wants to go first? I guess, uh, you know, Kamani, we'll let you go first. Kamani von Strayhorn. Hey, guys. So when I heard Jackman was going to be back, I figured I'd call in and say, hey, last time I called in, I was just joking about all that palette burning stuff. I don't even use palettes or anything. Uh, but the information about heat treated versus uh, chemically treated was very useful if I decide to use them in the future. So thank you for that. I mean, that's how I wanted to start. And then I caught up on the episode uh, that he was on and I almost had a brain aneurysm that wanted that wanted me to burn things down. Uh, listening to everyone try to figure out the artist who was doing his intro music. It's Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. I, I, I don't understand. It was, it was not that hard. The song that, that was the song of the summer. How's everyone not knowing that was the song of the summer? Anyway, my question now is about dust boots. Um, I'm getting close to finishing my CNC build. I have a Onefinity Journeyman and I'm looking for a good dust boot uh, option. I know there are a lot of different brands out there that make them. I essentially have all the tools now with a 3D printer to actually maybe make my own. So I just want to get ideas from you guys about what you use for dust collection for your CNC machine in terms of like a dust boot attachment um or maybe just building one might be the best bet for me i'm using i'm going to be using a spindle upgrade dan uh so you know i'll be using an 80 millimeter instead of the standard 65 that most hobbyist cnc start with so just looking for recommendations uh as i finish up my build thanks dan well let me start off by first saying that last weekend Nick came over, Nick Brim came over, and we were gonna we were gonna switch out my router for the spindle finally. And then we got to hanging out and uh enjoying adult beverages, and then we didn't. And that's say where the, I'll leave that. Say the number. Three beers down. Three times beers down. Times eight. eight. <laughs> <laughs> Nick and I drank so you had eight beers, beers three times. 
It's fine. That, it was I Miller didn't. Lights. There were. Like, I didn't no drink thing. twenty-four. Nick didn't drink twenty-four, but we drank half each. How so many did Max have? Max had zero. Oh, um, still to be fair, it was Bush Light, so it wasn't like <laughs> it's dirty water. A lot. Um. So yeah, we didn't do any uh, spindle switching out. Don't but you we have did. A strict car- we did. On there? We, we did. Yeah, I have a strip screw on the backside, so that's why it's never been done. I, when I initially started to take off the spindle, <clears throat> I stripped a screw out, and I was just, I just like threw my hands up, and I was like, "Nope, not doing this," and I put it back on, and I haven't touched it since. Don't make me fly um, out there for this one thing. Please do. No, I won't. It's too much. I want you to come visit me. I think it'd be fun. Right, anyway, pay for it. I'll come out. Okay. Oh God! Threaten me with a good time. Um, <laughs> Dan needs a body double. <laughs> yes, he does. Who's a better One influence? One that does everything for him. You should see when we were in Dan's shop. Me and Mike are just working on his entire shop, like moving stuff around, cleaning stuff up, whatever. And Dan's just like, "Yep, nice, that's good." And then we're at Mike's shop. I'm helping Mike out. We're working. I'm sanding, whatever. I'm like, "Dude, give me some work. I'm, I want to help you out." Dan's just like, "Yep, yep, yep, cool." <laughs> Just he just came on of vacation. The hill. You're king of the hill. I'm <laughs> on vacation. I'm uh, who's the who's the uh, brew hour brew bower? Who's the guy who can't talk on Boom? King of Hill? Boom hour. Boom hour. Boom hour. Okay. Okay. Back to Kamani's question. Oh yeah. Uh, that was a question. So yeah, I was I was gonna do the spindle switch, but we didn't. Um, I will say, uh, as far as the dust boot goes, I use a dust boot from Mike over at Picks to Proto. He sells them on Etsy. Um, they're great. They're great dust boots. But I am actually kind of looking for something a little bit more robust now. Um, Mike's dust boot is great, but I do use my CNC a lot, a lot more than a hobbyist would or should. Um, the Onefinity is a hobbyist machine, quote unquote. But I do I do use it quite a bit, and it's it's a little bit. Uh, I use it more than I probably should, so I really should change. No out such the, thing. I really should change out the router to the spindle. With that said, uh, Mike over at Picks the Proto, his dust boots are three D printed, and I don't know how well that plastic holds up. But <laughs> with all the use that with all the use that mine gets, uh, I feel like the plastic gets worn out, and I'm on my second one now. And it's it's in in need of replacement, so I'm actually thinking about going something with a little bit more girth or strength. So Pete's making a face, so I want to hear what mm, he has to say. No, yeah. <laughs> you, just, you just need a little more girth. I I need a more girthy, <clears throat> strengthy boot. Yeah. Mm. Oh, ladies, yeah. so. Kamani, uh, first of all, I don't know what you're talking about. That was that lady that was seen last week. I don't think that was any of the people you listed. I, I thought it was, I'm pretty sure it's someone else. Um, that might even be Taylor Swift. Honestly, I don't know. The new album is a little confusing. I'm telling you, it's Nicki Minaj. I don't, yeah, it could be honestly Whitney Houston. Uh, who knows? Anyways, as far as the dust boot goes, I use the, the suck it one, which is not an insult. It's just a, the one that, uh, I think the guy that invented the suck it boot is a co-founder of Onefinity. So it's like yeah, their you can boot. buy it right from the Onefinity yeah. website. You can buy it from their site. I actually really like it. I think it's really good. Uh, it works with the 80 millimeter spindle because basically it's it doesn't attach. Whereas 
some boots will attach to your router or your spindle. Um, theirs is adjustable. So you set it to the height of the material and then the, the actual router or spindle drops down. Uh, so one thing I'll say with that one is two things, actually. Uh, the eight, I have the 80 millimeter spindle on there and that thing is girthy. It has girth, Dan, which is what you're looking for. If you had a spindle, maybe you wouldn't feel like you're running your thing too ragged, giggity. Uh, but uh, that spindle does kind of cut it real close with that boot. So if you have like a, a two and a half inch line going to it and it's clamped on, it might kind of bump or rub against it. So I actually have it on like a 90 pointed away and it clears it perfectly. The other thing with that same thing, the dust boot kind of snaps on with magnets. Perfectly adequate if you have good flexibility with your hose. If your hose, however, is not, if it's very um, rigid and it's it's going to pull that thing off, you might have issues because it could actually pull it off of your machine and then, you know, spinning spindle plus plastic equals disaster. So that's something to consider. I use the blue Rockler hose, which is just the, the dust right hose. Super flexible. Highly recommend it. That might be a good option. Um, if you want, hit me up or call me. I'll I'll show you my setup. But that'll probably be fine for you. Uh, but Mike's stuff, um, Mike makes very solid stuff. Yes. 3D printed stuff does hold up. I highly recommend it. Pixaproto, go check him out. Uh, he makes a lot of... I wasn't trying to say anything bad about no, Mike. No, no, no. I, I, you're a, you're a heavy I don't user. want anybody to take it that way. Yeah, same thing with like all of my 3D printed items. They hold up great. But there's some people that like use them. And they yeah. abuse them, <laughs> use them and abuse them, you know? So like they can wear out just like any other thing that's plastic. So same as with suck it boot, like it could wear out or break. Uh, but I think it's a good option. I don't know. I like Onefinity too. I like supporting them. I, I usually like to find a third party or my own versions of things, but I was happy to just buy it and have it be working. Paul, do you have any uh, opinions about the uh, dust collection on a CNC? I get all of my boots from carolinashoe.com using coupon code <laughs> Jackman. <laughs> Should have saw that coming a mile away. I've been waiting 10 oh. minutes to make that joke. <laughs> oh, God, you kids. I have right. the X-Carve Pro, and I just use the stock dust boot on there, which is okay. <clears throat> it works. Okay, but it's not. I got the prototype machine, and I complained about it. And they're like, well, we went through so much engineering, and that's the best design that there is. And I said, well, in real world, real world use, it gets clogged up. And they said, go pound sand. Not really. Oh, <laughs> and then you move to the beach. No, I just I told them I didn't love it. And they're like, well, we went through a lot of iterations, and that's the best one that there is. So it's 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 sexy the way that it's designed is very slender and and fits in well with the machine, but it gets clogged up if you're cutting, I guess, with the grain. If there's like big wafers mm-hmm. that come off of it, it it's a pinch point, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you guys this: Are you using two and a half inch hose or four? Two and a half to four. I think so I have a four inch dust collector, but I'm running a two and a half inch line to the the boot. So okay. for me, I think it's it might even be a two inch hose to the machine. But I will say this off the dust I will collector. say this about Mike's dust boot. I, I run a straight four inch hose. Mm. I mean it's great. Yeah. That's one of the things I love about it. Uh but like you said, Pete, uh I use and abuse it. I absolutely and in, use it. And in my it. case, because it is a magnetic attachment, a four inch hose could be a little rigid. It might pull it off. Yeah. So if I modified that dust, that suck it boot a little bit, if it had like locking pins, it might be a little better, but it's not to consider. So that's good to know about the uh, X carve one. Hmm. Yeah. 
It works. Yeah, as long as it does the job. How often yeah. do you use your CNC, would you say? I don't know. Not a ton. Once a month, maybe. Yeah. Depends on the project you, I'm yeah. working on. I use that laser more now. Yeah, I've been using that a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm running my CNC four or five hours a day. I mean, yeah, if, you're, yeah if I don't that, do that. Much. I mean, Dan, like, gets a lot of it. Wherever you're moving next, because I know you're going to move at some point, that like the first thing to be replaced is going to be your CNC. You're or gonna I'm going to get a second Onefinity. I'm, I'm fingers crossed that they they release the forty eight by forty eight. I think that's coming down the pipe. We'll see. I think you're right. I think that that's a smart move for them because they'll yeah. basically destroy like the four by four. See <laughs> the, the like, X Carve Pro half the cost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, so is the X Carve Pro like four true four by four? It's a four by four. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're gonna. Yeah. yeah. And they have tiling, so you can do like you know send sheets through. But Onefinity does that too, doesn't it? Yeah, um, it's got tiling. It does as well. Yeah. 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 But Neat. the 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 most cutting bed it has right now is thirty two by forty eight. Yeah. But I, I really feel like 48 by 48 is coming down the pipe. So we'll see. I guess I That's haven't just hit pure a point. speculation on my point. I think you're right. I think honestly, and like they're going to, they're just going to keep pilot on features on that thing because it's like, they're not done. They keep, they keep adding little things and like releasing random things. So I'm, I'm excited to see what they got. So update on the dog. It took him 11 months to build the camper. Oh, oh, oh really? It took no them. Problems. Sorry. It took them. them 11 months to build the camper, and they said it's addicting. I've made a kayak now, and I'm working on a sailboat kit currently, all without using my thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> I like this dog. I like the detail. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> um, all right, next question. So that's it, right? We're good? All right. Yeah. Next question is uh, my man, Daniel Taylor. I hope he comes in hot. What's going on guys this is daniel with taylor custom crafted calling in for a second week in a row new record anyways listen i appreciate you guys taking the time to answer my question last week sorry i come in a little bit hot like a little schoolgirl, a little giddy anyways question this week is and uh i'm gonna kind of piggyback tomas question from last week uh gran kes john uh tomas uh, but to piggyback that, uh, I want to ask, what editing software do you recommend for doing YouTube videos, uh, especially for somebody that's never done it before and really doesn't have a clue what they're doing, uh, but just ease of use, all the tools, you know, that kind of stuff. Anyways, appreciate it, guys. Okay. Uh, Dan? Yo, if you're brand new and you have no idea what you're doing, just use the editing software that comes on your computer, rather that be a Mac. If you have a Mac, you're going to use iMovie or something like that. Or whatever the editing software that comes on a PC is at this point. I have no idea what it is. Mo- like Movie Windows Maker? Movie Maker? Is movie no maker? a thing. I think that's... Yeah, uh, start off simple like that. Be- because here's the thing. Uh... Most of the 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 general features, you're going to be able to like use that knowledge and like transfer that over to like a more robust like editing software. Because all the, I say this because the the features that iMovie have are the are kind of the same, or at least the same language or the same controls or whatever as. Uh, what do I have now? The I cut. No, not what is this? Final Cut Pro. Final Cut Pro. <laughs> See, wow. even I don't know. 
they're kind of the same. The even the shortcuts are are, are pretty much the same. So uh, I would say I would say do that. Start start easy and kind of move up. What do you say, Paul? You do a lot of editing. Yeah, I use Adobe Premiere Pro. So if you're in the Adobe ecosystem, that's a good way to go. Uh, if not, I would recommend DaVinci Resolve. It's a free editing software, open source, uh, similar to Premiere Pro as far as I know. They also have like an After Effects clone and a Photoshop clone. Not really a clone, but like their own version of it. Hmm. So you can kind of get that suite of software. And I think it's all free as far as I know. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back after this break. <laughs> they, they sell you're not doing this we well, talked about this oh we're going to commercial <laughs> no we're not going to commercial I have ads to... go to no. jackmanworks.com we currently have an Adirondack sale going on 20% off all Adirondack stuff <laughs> plans <laughs> templates kits anything 20% off with code Adirondack at checkout expires on 11-15 that's November 15th and back all to your right. program I'm charging you for that ad <laughs> 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 saying i was gonna pull that crap i said no <laughs> uh anyways thank you to casper mattresses for uh <laughs> yeah. good night sleep. <laughs> i wish we should get that one uh jesus what was the question <laughs> <laughs> editing, what editing software. software do you use yeah yeah check out what did you use before because you use like i use sony sony movie studio which i got on ebay it was like 30 bucks for a disc like a cd and it worked. It, it like does all the basic editing stuff. You can't do much like masking and green screen and all the fancy stuff, but that's what I'm saying. Start audio, basic. Yeah. yeah. It does everything that you want to do to edit a video. Other options are using your phone or using an iPad. Yep. I yeah. I think people that do that. Doesn't, uh, I think, uh, Jason Hibbs over at bourbon moth has talked about how he, he shoots everything on his iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he edits on his phone, but he definitely shoots it all in that. Well, I don't know where he edits. I've yeah, never talked know. to him. Well, well, you're not that close with him. No, no, we're not. Oh. We're not close. Okay. I don't. Kyle Toth. Kyle Toth used to shoot on, I think, an iPod Touch, and he would no, he shot on a GoPro, transferred it to his iPod Touch, edited it on his iPod, and then somehow published that on on YouTube from there. I don't on his iPod. His iPod. Oh. Right. I don't think he does that anymore. But I should hope not. Meanwhile, <laughs> I can't sit down and an edit unless like the weather is just right and like my. My, I have the right comfy clothes on and the, the lighting's just correct. <laughs> <laughs> and these guys are like, yeah, just, I don't know, I just do my videos on a train. I yeah. need to work. There, there's Adobe Rush, which is a mobile video editing oh, app. Oh, yeah, I heard it. I heard it's really good. I don't know if that's free or if you have to have the Adobe subscription for that. Mm, I don't. I do. I, I do all my, my editing on my phone in InShot. I think we've talked mobile, about that before. Yeah. I do InShot okay. as well. It's great. Pay it's, for the. Pay fantastic. The, it's like six dollars or whatever or something yeah uh it's definitely worth it and honestly uh tiktok is getting really like the tiktok editor is getting really good and the instagram ones not so good adobe Um, rush is similar to the tiktok editor yeah you want to be able to move stuff around trim it and uh i think one of the more valuable things is export audio from clip uh because especially with Instagram, if you're trying to edit outside of Instagram or TikTok, but match up the audio, I'll literally screen cap the audio and then like record the video of my screen while the audio is playing, drop it into my editing software, export the audio and edit my video over that. So I know my cuts are perfect. Man, that editing sounds like Instagram, a pain. It, it just for very special cases, I have to do that because like I want to get the drops just right. Something. Yeah. Here's another tip. 
uh, if you're going to choose any of these softwares, make sure that it has like some sort of community behind it. That way you can actually oh, yeah. go ask other people uh, uh, questions about how to use it. That's you the know, nice thing use... about Adobe. Yeah. Because yeah. there's so many message boards out there for everything. Don't use some like random editing software you've never heard of just because it's cheap or something. Jim's video cutter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, Damn, so Jim. I... Uh, is that a cat? Okay. Yeah. That was Paco. Paco. So I use uh, I use Final Cut Pro. I used iMovie at some point. I went straight from iMovie to DaVinci Resolve. It just was just overwhelmed by the features. It has too many features. And there so DaVinci Resolve is made by Blackmagic Design, who is a, a major camera and uh, editing equipment manufacturer. So they offer DaVinci Resolve for free because that's not the product they're selling. That's just no. a thing that helps with the stuff that they sell. Uh, but there is like a pro version, I think, that gives you... They're apparently really good for like uh, color matching and stuff. But that's really high-level stuff. All you really need, which is pretty much all I use InShot for, is cut, delete, move your clips around, and like put voiceover or audio into it. Like those like five features, I feel like, are great. And... Um, one thing that I would say makes editing a lot easier, not that I do that much of it, but it's something that made it easier for me. Uh, I have a little uh, uh, stream deck from uh, Elgato. So I have the big version and I have the little six button one. And on the six button one, I actually have hotkeys set up for Final Cut. So because uh, to cut, so like if you get to a spot and you're like, oh, I don't need the rest of this clip, you usually have to cut, tap it, delete it. Or you do like a command shift and like plus, I think, or something, or bracket that cuts to the end of the clip. Or you can set up a hotkey on this, uh, on a stream deck and you basically hit one button and it deletes everything from that spot to the end. So it made at least a trimming of the video, which honestly is for editing video. That's the part that takes the longest. That made it a lot faster for me. So I was able to do blade, cut to the beginning, cut to the end with three buttons and then a couple different, like two or three more buttons after that. Uh, sped things up, but I use I use Final Cut Pro. Uh, I think it's great. iMovie is really awesome, and honestly, if you're starting out, use iMovie if you have a Mac because it has all the features you need and nothing else. You will not be overwhelmed, and they have a great community behind it. Um, and then yeah, InShot for for your phone. What does Mike use? He use I forget. I don't know. Mike will tell us next week what he uses. Uh. I I know he used to use LumaFusion. Yeah, LumaFusion. I think he still But I think he that. I think he actually steered away from that for some reason. Oh. I think he was editing the pod even in LumaFusion because it dropped yeah. the audio in there and clipping it was easy. He well, doesn't Luma anymore. LumaFusion is a good option. He spoke very That's, highly of it. Editing the pod is exactly why I have Final Cut Pro now because I edit the pod in Final Cut. Pro. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to drop audio in there. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Awesome. All right. Last question is from Thomas from France. He is, here he is with his outrageous question. There's no sound, but no one knows. What does the French say? Hey guys, it's Thomas here. I've been trying to work on something this morning and I need your help. So I made this desk design on Fusion 360 for my girls and I wanted to export the PDF, but it's not available anymore with the free version. So I managed to export the DXF and to convert it in PDF, but now I I have trouble putting those on regular paper 
regular size paper. I'm using the A4 size and it's for, to make the templates. I'm actually installing SketchUp. Hopefully I can do it while it's on the trial version. And I was wondering, how do you do for your templates? Is there a secret website? Or do I have to give Fusion Cash that I actually don't have? Merci, à plus. Paul, mange mon cul. You know what it means. <laughs> Dan? I, I speak French. Let Paul go, because okay. I wasn't really following that Le Paul? so well. Basically, he's asking... he. Do we have a software that we use, or how would we do plans, or how do we actually do plans right now? I think um, templates. Because he wants to get right. templates, and well, I think he was trying to export the DXFs to get. Well, let's talk about templates and plans, basically, yeah. and like how would you do those? So, Paul, you're kind of the only one that really sells those. Go. I mean, so, uh, all your secrets. Yeah, so SketchUp Pro, you can. I think you can import DXFs <laughs> from that probably, and you can export. PDFs. So that's how I make templates and plans. I export from SketchUp to a PDF. And then from that PDF, you can open that in Illustrator or whatever, <clears> and you can edit that. My, my plan sets I actually make in Bluebeam. It's a PDF editing software. It's like a construction software. And oh. I just was familiar with it from my construction job. And you can like, it's made for like scaling stuff and like architectural plans. So it's not really made for doing that, but it works good for it. Uh, I think there's an Adobe pdf editing i mean there's i think indesign is what i'm thinking of there's an adobe product for that um i don't know that's it though we'll be right back after this break no stop it speaking of plans 20 uh, percent off Dan, Dan. <laughs> i don't do plans uh, i muted him okay, oh, no. he's muted. <laughs> i don't do plans so You're i don't have a good answer there uh as far as templates go i only offer uh, like MDF templates. I don't even do acrylic like Pete and Paul. Um, I'm still uh, I draw all those up on Aspire and I export them that way. But they're, I actually just offer like physical templates. So yeah. I don't, I don't think I have a good answer for anything you're asking. Toma. I'm sorry. Pete. Uh, so the, the few times I made templates, uh, and plans. Is he talking about like paper templates? So I think he's that just talking about. Yeah, yeah, I'm assuming. It sounds like he's talking about paper templates. Like, but it'd be hard. Like glue on about, paper templates. But he was talking about a desk, and then doing. He wanted them to be print, like basically. Let's. I'm gonna answer for both. So All the right. only time I've made plans uh, is I actually, even though I actually pay for Fusion, they take my money, Toma all of my French rubles or whatever you guys use, they take my money. And uh, I actually ended up just taking Franks. screenshots of all the stuff on the screen, all the measurements, the sketches, and I made sure everything had dimensions. And I just took screenshots of that and I put that into a PDF. So I made that in, I think literally in like Word or something. Uh, and I just dropped in the picture, wrote the text next to it. And that that's what ended up being my plans. And uh, as far as like templates, if I was doing some to like, send uh save the uh the dxf or the svg i do use fusion 360 it i think it's great for that it's probably the best software for drawing stuff in there if you're trying to be very mathematical about it it doesn't really give you a lot of free form you can do free form with like with a mouse but you can't really quite draw it uh for that one software that i highly recommend 
It's only about, I want to say $30 here in the US. It's Affinity Designer. Affinity is another kind of like Adobe clone that's actually really good for design stuff. It's uh, it's very cheap and you buy it and you just have it, which is great because Adobe you have to pay for it. It's a one-time purchase. Yep. So they have Adobe, Fo- uh, I'm sorry, um, Affinity Photo, which is a great photo editing software. It's the one I learned on because I couldn't afford Adobe at the time. Uh, Affinity Designer is really, really good for uh, any kind of designing. If you're trying to do um, SVGs, DXFs, all that, I'm not really fluent with it, but I've watched a lot of videos on it just to try to get the hang of it. And uh, it looks really robust. And anytime I've used it for stuff, it's been a, it's been very powerful, has all the features I need. Uh, and it's really cheap. So I would recommend that. And um, the last one is like now with Adobe, Adobe has the creative cloud thing. So you kind of pay a subscription, but get everything within a certain scope. So it might be worth checking that out. I don't know if that's offered in France as well. But I would say if you're trying to do SVGs and DXFs, try that because that's a low cost of entry, the Affinity Designer uh, way, because otherwise you're kind of paying for a lot, whether it's Aspire or uh, Vetric Pro or and Aspire is not Affinity, cheap. It's not cheap. But even with Vetric Pro and all that, another good one is uh, Lightburn, which is a laser software, but it actually gives you a lot of import and export um, ability. I actually, if I ever offer plant uh, the plants or svgs or dxs whatever i'll drop in my svg into lightburn and lightburn will export to like six different formats so it's a really nice really nice software to use it's not very expensive either right it's i would say it's like 60 70 dollars i think it's a little more now i think it's can you do that something bucks but it's for okay. like so you own it for forever but you get two or three years of updates uh, as the programs get newer and newer, you get updates with it, but you still, you could just use that software forever. Can you do that with easel pro? Isn't easel or isn't easel free? I don't know about the pro version, but, uh, easel, isn't that X carves? Yeah. Are you saying software? it could be more easily made than that? No, I don't know. Can you import <laughs> and export? You can export okay. SVGs from there. So I mean, that there, could potentially work. Yeah. So yeah. he's, I mean, he's talking about like paper. He said like a four size paper and like yeah, printing it out on paper. The way that I format that for like my Adirondack chairs as an example, I have 20% drawing, off Jackman works. 20% off. Thank you. Uh, I have the, the, you know, the full size layout that you can print out on like a plotter, a 36 inch plotter if you want. Or in Adobe, if you go to print a page that's bigger than like letter size or A4 size paper, you can hit poster and that will break it down into individual sheets. So if you have a sheet of paper like I do, that's 36 inches wide, it'll, you know, pick out letter size papers and then it'll have little tick marks in the corner and you can tape them together to get templates, however big you want. But that's through Adobe Acrobat, I guess, the PDF software. Okay. Honestly, Tomah, if there's one thing I'm going to say, though, there it's worth paying some money for the amount of time and learning you're going you're gonna to save yourself to do some of these things. True. So don't try to go with like a for completely free software. There are options out there, but how much is your time worth? Are, do you want to do 30 minutes of research and get your project done with one software that you paid 30 or $50 for for the year or forever? Uh, or do you want to sit there for hours for something free and then not really learn that much? You know, so pros and cons. 
Yeah, if it's a really basic but, shape, you could try drawing an easel and exporting that and seeing if that works. Yeah. That's a good idea. You're welcome. Also, a good idea, <laughs> I think, is uh, wrapping up this episode. That's all our questions for the week. And we'll be right back. Ed, stop it. <laughs> Go check Play out, out. Uh, DDWW. What's your Etsy shop name? DDWWstore.etsy.com. and Peachy's Workshop. Etsy.com for a 20% off sale on my shop. Full price. Uh, I think I'm days. doing like 15% currently, 15% but I'll be doing at the 20% store. around Black Friday. And 20% off sale for Fall Jackman. No, 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 no. I already got my ad breaks in. Yeah, you got your ad. You're going to edit them all out, though. <laughs> <laughs> nah, well, I won't. If you want to help support the show, make sure to sign up for Patreon, where we drop all of our content early, uh, and that's just a great way to help us continue doing this wonderful stuff. That's also um, where you can get a shirt if you're a top tier patron. And uh, Paul's got a finger in the air. I forgot the making fun news. We talked about it before the show. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to talk about the making fun? Everybody's news? already done listening, but that's okay. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, we're still here. Making fun yeah. was nominated for an Emmy. For, uh, a kids Emmy. What? That's what? awesome. Yeah. Wait, kids Emmy is that like? Is that like a fake? It's, smaller? It's, it's probably like a little. It's a smaller version of the Emmy. <laughs> okay, it's still cool. Is that like yeah. a Nickelodeon award? Yeah, it's so, the, it's the blimp. Basically, <laughs> the Nickelodeon blimp. They basically they're all gonna get slimed. Yeah, that's what I want to <laughs> see actually. <laughs> Jim, no, like, that, oh, my hair. That's awesome, Paul. That's, that's actually that's really, really cool. awesome. Yes, we just found that out this week, so it's pretty cool. That's super cool. And, I hope uh, you get it. That way, that, if we ever have you on just... again, we can be like Emmy Award winner Paul Jackman. <laughs> Good. It'll give me an intro. <laughs> um. <laughs> the show producer sent us. We had like a group message everybody in the cast, and he sent us the news. And we're like, "Oh, that's really cool." Everybody was like all excited, and then I all I I didn't say anything. I just sent a screenshot of my Instagram bio that now says Emmy nominated in it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're nominated you're not even a winner yet no just nominated but that's good oh, i'm okay. gonna change my instagram oh. bio to friend of emmy nominated there you go friend of <laughs> friend of emmy nominee i that, i'm gonna change the awp uh bio to loosely associated with emmy nominated celebrities <laughs> there you go emmy emmy nominated adjacent content there we go there you go really like selling it, it. Oh, i'm gonna write these coattails uh, and if you want to ride these coattails, make sure to sign up patreon.com slash another woodshop podcast. Go check out the store. Uh, we are not running a sale, but we probably should for the holidays. Uh, get some AWP merch and make sure to leave a very ambiguous, uh, vague review so that it confuses future patrons. And with listeners. that, listeners and patrons too. Uh, do you guys have anything, any final words, cowboy? No, support pa- the podcast because I am not cheap. Yeah, he's very expensive. Their bank account is below zero. Let's just say this episode is in red. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Since you got a free ad read, double dip. <laughs> and right, we'll be right back. Yeah, oh no, sorry. <laughs> all right, thank you guys for joining. We'll see you all next week. And uh, love you all. Bye-bye. Love you long time. Bye.
Jackman.